I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to this edition of the podcast, Kingdom Living, with Glenn Reppel. Hey, Glenn, how are you today? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. What a, what a great, great day, uh, and just so great to be speaking the Word of God all over the world. Always. You know, it's funny as we talk about it, we've had this conversation so many times, that as we go into our Bible study and the, and the, the topics that we've been covering, it's really interesting to know that it's not, uh, you know, we're not trying to interpret, we're not trying to uh, do really any kind of thing other than just read the Bible. <laughs> and, and I think it's amazing how it comes to life. And Glenn, um, you as a business person with a, with a, a, a large financial company called GA Repel and Associates, you know, you made your, your um, uh, one of the mottos that you guys use uh, very frequently as you help clients financially, uh, call you call it uh, help, you're helping them reach their purpose or reach your purpose, I guess would be the right way to say it as you talk to them. And yet that's the same thing that we've really appropriated in, in the idea of kingdom living. Like let's do all that God has for us, which is also helping us individually to reach our purpose. And that's what I think makes this whole series so exciting as we keep digging deeper into the word of the Lord. Yeah, that's great. Because really God destined from the beginning to, with a purpose for us here on earth. And so as we find that purpose uh, and we fit together and he's given us spiritual gifts to use in the body of Christ uh, to, to, to meet the needs of others. And so as uh, it's just so neat as we find that purpose. And we're going to be talking about uh, a little more of that purpose today, too, is to experience it and to know and to know the I am today. You know, and that's this exciting because these uh, these messages here recently have been just really on point. You know, uh, our last uh, podcast uh, was on power. And uh, again, it's all coming straight from scripture. The podcast before that uh, was actually called Purpose and has a lot of meaning in all this. And it kind of led off uh, with, uh, I guess it's three podcasts back uh, called Seeking Our Identity. And half of what we talk about, Glenn, uh, is, is seeing us the way God sees us uh, through that lens of redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's so important. Our, our identity of who we are uh, is so important uh, in, in that relationship with God. And, uh, and, and the enemy is trying to, is, he's a liar, he's a thief, and he doesn't want us to, to know. And we're going to, that's a part of what we're talking about is know and know and experience uh, Christ. And so we're, we're going to be talking, the, the great I am, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, it's exciting. Well, with that, uh, if you're new to this, I just want to remind you uh, that all of the Kingdom Living podcasts, the REPL Minute, all the tools that we uh, that you'll be hearing about as we go through today's teaching with Glenn, uh, they're all available absolutely free of charge. You just want to jot down the repleminute.com. And if you're watching this on Facebook, you know, you can subscribe to the REPL Minute. If you're uh, tuning us in on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And for those of you who may be listening to this as a podcast, because we do that worldwide, uh, just make sure you bookmark uh, therepleminute.com and all these uh, tools and resources will be available for you. So with that, Glenn, let's dive right in. <laughs> That's good. So I always like to start with some questions here. Uh, and, and this leads in, in with these questions we, uh, we want to answer. This with. What have you experienced? Uh, so so it, it, to experience something is to know something, you know, it, you're familiar with it and you experience it. Uh, and then also the, the question is, what is something that never gets old? Well, that's an interesting question. What is something? And again, there's there's several things there, but what is something that never gets old? And then another question and, and I like this. We, we may have asked this in the past, but I think it's worthwhile repeating it. When do you experience being one with Christ in glory? When do you experience being one with, with Christ in glory? And I know you're screaming there the answer right now, Carrie. I can hear it. I can hear it coming out of you. So what we like to do too is in each episode is put the fraud fire extinguisher on 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 the lie the fraud 
And, and that's the lack of knowledge. And we read in Hosea 4, 6 in the New King James Version, my people are destroyed. They're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So what we're showing, what we're talking about today uh, is, is to know and experience the glory of God. To know and experience the glory of God. And that's that's so important that we 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 do that. So now, as we do in almost every episode, I want to go back to, to something we used to the way we used to do this, Carrie and I uh, we we redesign some of this. But again, this green line is so important uh, that we understand because this is the green line of eternal. This is the way we're designed, and we uh, we ask like to ask the question: What are the three greatest? historical events ever. And we have to get this because this is basic to get to the teaching of where we want to go. Uh, and, and with this, what we understand is that uh, God is outside of time. So this green line is, is, is the line of an eternal line that is outside of it. It's contingent. It is forever and ever and ever. So the kingdom of God also is light and knowledge. It's the knowledge of, of who we are and who, who God is, uh, the triune God. So, so the three greatest historical events is, is, uh, is really creation. And then, see, God knew and loved man before the world was formed. He knew. He knew man. He knew you, Carrie and I, and the people listening. And so the first and greatest event in history is creation, and he spoke it with words. He said, let there be light. And, and we we did a show, we did a little uh, uh, podcast on that a couple a couple of uh, weeks ago, and so so the first and greatest event is creation, and what we find is that uh, man was made in God's image and likeness, and then the second and greatest uh, event is the fall, and so what happened in the fall is that sickness, death, sickness, and disease came in, and sin, the rebellious nature of man, we became independent from God, and, and so this is the fall. That's when death, sickness, and disease came in, because a lot of times, well, gee, how, how does this happen? Uh, well, it happened during the fall, when, when God said there's two trees in the Garden of Eden. We got the one that, if you eat from it, you'll surely die, and we have the tree of life. And so uh, Adam chose uh, to eat from the tree uh, of, of death, of good and evil. So what we find then, we come into this fallen world. So, so the second greatest event in, 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 in history is the fall. And we have the sin of guilt and shame, the, the, the effects of it, the pain, the condemnation, the inferiority complex. Our, our orphan spirit that we have, the spirit of rejection, injustice, and fear, and there's there's others, but this is the world, Carrie, and the people listening, that we're born into with Satan, the prince of this world, uh, as our father. We've talked about that, and so we're born into ignorance and the darkness of not knowing the creator, because we lost that. We turned that over uh, the keys, basically, because because the enemy needed a body to live in, and so he came in and lived inside of uh, the body of, of Adam, and that's how, that's where we start from. So the third and greatest event uh, is, and what we did is we lost the rulership over the earth uh, through through that event of the fall, and, and what we find then is the third greatest event is redemption. And boy, that's the big, that's another big one. So the three greatest historical events is creation, the fall, and redemption. And God loved mankind, all of us, so much that he sent his own son. He sent himself in flesh, in a body, just like we have. The same seed that was planted in Mary was, is the same seed of the word of God planted in each one of us when we are born again. So redemption came, and with it, we became a new creation. Christ died for us. Uh, he knew no sin, became sin, and we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. He redeemed us back into the state of our new created lives. 
And so it happens, uh, and he died, he, he, he died on the cross, he descended into hell, and he rose again, the resurrection. We died with him, uh, we descended with him, and we ascended with him, and we're sitting with him now in the heavenly in a bilocational. We've, we've, we've been teaching on some of these in the past podcast. So, and he said on the cross, it is finished, it's complete, we've been restored, we've been redeemed. And what we find then is, is now we've gained back the rulership and authority over the earth. It's been restored. And, and what happens now, here we are 2,000 years from that, that time is, is of what Christ did to redeem us. We come to Christ. We're born again. That same seed that was planted uh, in Mary is the same word that's planted in us, and we're born again. Uh, where that new creation life comes in. And, the, and then we invite, we have to intentionally invite the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in, but we have to invite the Holy Spirit, the power, the dunamis power to come in and, and to live and reign inside of us. And what we find is that we have passed through the judgment. The judgment was taken on the cross and he said, we are not guilty not by anything we did, but it's by what Christ did, is, is that we're not working in, uh, for our salvation. Uh, the judgment was taken. The debt was paid. We've been set free. And with that, it's, is that we're not working for it. It's who we are. We are new creations. We've been made righteous. And so what happens here, our life is in the spirit and we have righteousness, peace, and joy, which is the kingdom of God that's living in us now. So what we see here is we have been made and created in the image and likeness of God. God is love. So that image of love, uh, that, that nature of love is living in us. We are love beings, which was lost at the fall. Uh, and we're, we've been designed and recreated to be ageless, to never die spiritually, physically, which was lost at, at the fall. Adam was not designed to die physically or spiritually. We've been, we've been redeemed back. Redemption from the fall came through the death, uh, the defeat of Satan's rule and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Man's identity was restored to the image and likeness of God and back into the family of God as sons and daughters of God. So here's a part of where I wanted to go today too, is that because uh, uh, because we see that uh, in in the book of Revelations uh, it speaks of what what is what was and what is to come. So what we see is the was and the is. So what we see here is when we look back, we, we're looking back what was what was is from the cross. So so we see and what is and what is to come. So the people in the old covenant was looking at what is to come. The Messiah is to come. And many people were looking for the Messiah, yet he came, he died, he rose again, and they still did not recognize him. So we have people living today too that's still looking for the Messiah and he's come, he has come. He, he, he rose from the, he died. Uh, and, and, he's, and he's living inside of us. What happened is when we receive Christ, we're born again, and the Holy Spirit, we invite the Holy Spirit to come in and reside inside of this body. This, he's tabernacle inside of us. So, so Jesus is what was, uh, who is, who was, and is to come. So it's really important that we're going to see this, and I want to go through some scriptures with you here that, that define this. And, and in Revelation 1, 8, we, we see this uh, a little more clear. And I got this in the, the New King James Version and also in the, in the mirror. And he says, and in and, and, and Revelation, is, uh, it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and who is to come. Now, let's put this in, in, in maybe a little different translation to see if we can understand this a little better. It says, the God who is Lord over how much? All things says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. And I love this way this is. I amness. My I amness defines what? Time. So that green line is ever, 
is life eternal is a there is no time there is no time in the spirit of god because god is spirit and we worship in spirit and in truth so the i amness defines time and i am present past and future and that's a now present past and future now that's the revelation that we get my i amness defines time. So the spirit of God that lives inside of us is outside of time. I know my own life, when I start operating on time, I'm getting inside of time and anxiety can come in. And so when I'm, I'm trusting the Lord in all my ways, boy, I'm outside of time and the peace of God passes. All understanding uh, resides in there. So what we see then is, is to know and experience the I am. That green line is in there when, when I am the when the I amness defines time. So let's look at another scripture. And this is the scripture we've been talking about in the last two podcasts. And, and we we looked at different words in here and brought these words out. But this is Ephesians 1, verses 17 and 20. And this has become a really important uh, part of the scriptures for me as I digest this, feed on it, meditate on it, and, and just ask questions. What's this really mean? How does this relate? And this is, again, to know and experience the I am. And, the, and this, uh, this is Paul now speaking, but but we can read this and personalize this, which we've done, is, a, is praying for us. And, and again, uh, there's, there's, there's different translations of this, but, but it's really, they're saying the same things. But uh, as we read different translations, understand there's only one translator, and that's the Holy Spirit. So it's important that the Holy Spirit speaks to each one of you as you hear his word, because his word is speaking through our mouth, through his word into your, your spirit as you hear this. And, and, and he says here, I pray, look at this, the father of glory, the father of glory, the God of my, our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray the father of glory. We're gonna be talking about the glory. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. And so we talked about uh, four different words in these scriptures uh, two podcasts ago, which was wisdom, revelation, uh, his calling, his calling, and light. And then last podcast, we talked about power. You're going to see this in here. But what we're going to talk about today is know and experience the I am, because know and experience is, are words that are in, in this scripture also. So, so let's look at this. I pray that the Father of the glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, and personalize the God, my, the God of my Lord Jesus Christ would impart to me the riches, impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to, to do what? Here's the word this uh, in this, this podcast is to know, is to know him, to know, to know, and to experience, to know and to experience him through my, our, your deepening intimacy with him. <clears throat> So, and then he goes on, I pray that the light, the light of God will illuminate the eyes, the eyes. And Carrie, we're talking about uh, before we came on here, how so many people uh, just can't see because they're just seeing with their flesh and they're not seeing with the, with the spiritual eyes. So I, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. Look at this, flooding you with light flooding you with light until, here we go with the word for this week, experience, flooding you with light until you experience just a little bit of the revelation. No, no. I, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience, look at this, the full, the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Now he explains what it is. That is, that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in me, Carrie, you, everybody listening. 
the, the, hope, the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones, his saints, sanctified, righteous, in right standing with God. And then here we go. Here's, here's the word experience again. I pray that you will continually, and that's so neat. That, and, and, and again, what happened on the cross uh, uh, was past, but it's past continuous, and it's happening. You continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to me. You, Carrie, everybody listening. So I pray that you'll continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through what? Through belief, through, through, through faith. Then what happens? Then what happens? Then my life, our lives, your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. And we talked about this last week. This is the mighty power. This is the same mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And that's what's existing in us now. So that's the green line. That is the green line. That's the eternal line that we have that we know and experience the great I am now. So what it is, and this, this is a great thing. And when I teach live classes, I like to say, who are you? And, and people will say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, here's another I am. And again, at the back uh, of, of the book uh, that, that we talk about in fraud, uh, that, that in the back appendix, there are like five, six, eight pages of just I am's. And I really encourage you to write down your I am. So this is another I am. I am an advertisement of the immense power of God working through me. Wow. Let that sink in. I am an advertisement of the immense power of God working through me. Ooh, I am the righteousness of God. And I am an advertisement of the immense power of God. Work. I am a saint. I am his holy one. And I have, I am, I have the inheritances. I am God's glorious inheritance that he finds in me. So those are some I am's. So, so this, this is a little, this, we've, we've talked about this before, but it's really important that we, we, we just get this too. Which is greater and more powerful, the seen or the unseen? Let's just look at the scriptures here uh, that, that, that cover this, is that uh, what we see, since we consider and look not to the things, not to the things that we, uh, the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are visible are temporal, brief and fleeting, but the things that are invisible, look at this, the things that are invisible are deathless. There's no death and everlasting. <laughs> but the things that are invisible are green line, are deathless and everlasting. That's the intended purpose of God. And then in the uh, mirror translation, it says, we are not keeping any score of what seems so obvious to the senses, the five senses on the surface. It is fleeting and irrelevant. It is the unseen eternal realm within us. It is the unseen eternal realm. Where is it? It's inside of it, which what has our full attention and capti captivates our gaze. You can see this common theme throughout the word of God as we teach it. And you see the scripture interprets scriptures. And here's the footnote that's in the, uh, the mirror translation, which is a, a, a Bible study uh, book. And so the footnote says, the days of window shopping are over. In him, Every face is what? Unveiled. Because, because the veil was there and we're blinded. We can't see. But as the veil is unveiled, uh, we can see with, with spiritual eyes. And in gazing with wonder at the blueprint, the blueprint likeness of God displayed in human form, which is Jesus, we suddenly realize that we're looking at ourselves. Wow, that's fine. As we look at him, 
we're looking at ourselves and every feature of his image is mirrored where? In us. This is the most radical transformation engineered by what? The spirit of the Lord. We're led from an inferior, look at it. We're led from an inferior mindset, that red line living, to the revealed endorsement of our authentic identity. And so we are living in that green line living now. So what we see is, uh, is to know and experience the I am. And so we read also in John 16, 8 through 11 here. And I just love this because what happens, we have this judgment mentality uh, that we're being judged all the time. And this scripture just radically, when it radically helped me, uh, when I began to, this began being revealed to me to know and experience uh, who, who Christ really is. And, in, and this is in the Passion Translation here, John 16, 8 through 11. And when it comes, and when he comes, when he comes, he has come, <laughs> he has come, he will expose, uh, he will expose sin and prove that the world is wrong about God's righteousness and his judgments. So let's, let, me, let me make sure we get this. And when he comes, and this is talking about the Holy Spirit, because Jesus had to leave to leave so that God the Father, God the Son, and now the God the Holy Spirit can live inside of us. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to do what? He will expose sin and prove that the world is wrong. So what, what is the sin that they're wrong about? About God's righteousness and his judgments. Now it's explained to us. Let's take that veil off of there so we can hear this. Sin, because they refuse to believe in who I am. Now, who's speaking here? This is Jesus speaking. He says, when he comes, he leaves, and now the Holy Spirit comes. He, The Holy Spirit living inside it will expose sin and prove that the world's method, inferior living, is wrong about God's righteousness and his purpose that he designed to go to the cross so we could be made righteous was wrong about God's righteousness and his judgment. So sin is the refusing to believe in who I am, that's Jesus speaking, and God's righteousness, because I'm going back to join the Father and you'll see me no longer. So the righteousness, so it takes revelation to understand that we have been made righteous. We have so, such a performance-based type of thinking that we have to perform to get to God. Uh, not Jesus is the finished work. He, he made us righteous. He made, he redeemed us. It's his blood that, that redeemed us. So, so the second part is God's righteousness because I'm going back to join the Father and, and you'll see me no longer, but you'll have the Holy Spirit. Now, this is the third one here that's really kind of neat. And sometimes this is a little hard because we're looking at judgment on us. But look where the judgment and judgment because the ruler of the red line, the ruler of this dark world has already received his sentence. So the judgment is not carry on you and I, the, he, the judgment is not guilty on us, and the judgment is on the rule of the dark world, and he's already received his sins. He's been defeated through the blood of Jesus, through the resurrected Christ. We died with him, uh, we were buried with him, we rose with him, and we're sitting with him now, now. This is a now gospel. So let's look at the footnote here that's in the Passion Translation. Uh, in essence, uh, and it's defining these things. Uh, sin, righteousness, and judgments are related to three persons. Sin is related to Adam. Remember, that was the first, the second historical event was the fall. Sin is related to Adam, for it was through Adam that sin entered humanity. Righteousness is related to Christ because it comes through him and, and he has become our righteousness. He who knew no sin became sin so we could become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Judgment, this is so neat, judgment is related to Satan for the pure works of Christ brings judgment to the works of Satan. If, if, you, do not, if you do not embrace Christ's righteousness, we will share in Satan's judgment. Ooh. 
That's a neat note. If we do not embrace the righteousness of Christ that's inside of us, we'll share in Satan's judgment. See, that's that guilt consciousness. That's that shame. That's that red line living to experience and to know Christ for what he did. We're going to be talking about that in some additional scriptures here. Is So this is the green line living when we get this, when we understand this. We're going to know and experience the I am that becomes the green line living. So another scripture in Romans 8, 10 through 11 is, is the revelation of Christ. The revelation, and again, the word revelation, we talked about that two, uh, two podcasts ago, the, revel, the, the spirit of rev, wisdom and the spirit of revelation. The revelation of Christ in you declares that your body, the temple, is as good as dead to sin's demands. Sin cannot find an expression in a dead corpse, in a corpse, because we died with Christ. We're buried with him. We rose with him. And so you co-died together with him, yet your spirit is alive because of what? What righteousness reveals. The spirit of God is revealing our identity as righteous, as, as saints, that we can enter in without a guilt consciousness. Our union with Christ further reveals, again, reveals that because the same spirit that awakened the body of Jesus from the dead inhabits what? Inhabits us. We equally participate in his resurrection. In the same act of authority whereby God raised Jesus from the dead, he co-restores your body to life by his indwelling spirit. Boy, this is going through those three things, that green line, there are three historical events of creation, uh, the fall, and then redemption that co-restores your body to life by his indwelling spirit. And we have those two trees, the tree of life, uh, which is uh, the, the roots, is, 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 is the love of God, that, uh, the love of God, and we have the fruit that produces out of that tree. And then we have uh, the root of, of, of uh, I am not, you know, uh, the tree of death, which produces fear and shame, and we're not worthy with death and combination of guilt and lack, and just the shame and just all that comes out from that tree. And that's what we're born into is that red line. But when we get redeemed, the tree of life comes alive. And we see the fruit coming out of us. And we see we become that advertisement of God's power, that, that his glorious, uh, unimaginable uh, power living in us. So what that green line becomes alive. So let's look at this next scripture. And this is one that we've been continuously teaching uh, for several months now. And it's just so important we get these because these are key scriptures that, that, that we need to know and, and just grasp and not know in our head, but really recognize in our heart and believe with all of our heart. And this is Colossians 3, 1 through 4 in the Passion Translation. Now look at this, Christ's resurrection Carrie is my resurrection, your resurrection. Everybody listening, your re Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we're to yearn for how much? Just a little bit from above. We're to yearn for all that is above because that for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Christ's resurrection is my resurre resurrection. When? Now! This is why we yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and third and authority. Yes. So, so, Carrie, Glenn, everybody list. Yes, feast, feast, eat, meditate on all the treasures of the, all the treasures of the heavenly realm, and fill our, your thoughts, with heavenly realities, and not with the distractions of the natural realm. So what we end up doing is fill our thoughts with lies about who we are, lies about who God is, lies about uh, uh, other people in uh, our identity. So here we fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, the truth of our identity of who we are in Christ and not with the distractions and the fears and the worries of the natural realm. Fill it with the green line thinking, not the red line. Now, here's a neat part here, too. 
your, my, carry your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has done what? Severed the tie to this life, and now my true life, your true life is hidden away where? In God, in Christ. Let me just speak it again, say it again. My crucifixion, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now my, your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ Jesus. So this next verse is really important because as, as we begin to understand uh, these verses here, uh, they come to life. You'll know and experience the I am. And here's what it said. And, and spoken as Christ himself is seen, as seen for who he really is. And we see with the greater vision, remember what is greater, what you see or what you don't see. The unseen created the seen and it spoke it into existence, created it. So the unseen as, as Christ himself is seen in the unseen, the spirit world, for who he really is. What did he do? Who is he? As Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who I am, who you are, Carrie, who you are, really will be revealed. So who you really are will also be revealed. So as Christ is himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. So as we find out who Christ is, who we are, the truth of our identity, we're not orphans. Our Father loves us. Our, our Abba Father, our God, our Father loves us unconditionally. It's not by anything we do. It's what Jesus Christ did to bring us back into our fatherhood. For, and here it is. This is really neat. For you are no, you're now, for you are now one with him in his glory. So the question that we ask is when, when do we find his glory? You are now one with him in his glory. That's a now. That's not a future. That's, that's not a past. What happened in the past and continuous happening is the is, is now. I am now. You are now one with him with Christ, with God the Father, with God the Christ, with God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in. We're now one with Him in His glory. This is a so this is the green line. We're on the green line, living. So to know and experience the I am. And this is Romans 8 19. And this this is kind of neat. Uh, and we've, we've spoken to this before, but I just I just love the way this comes about. Is the entire Roman, and this is in the Passion Translation with a footnote down here that we're going through. The entire universe, the whole creation, is standing on tiptoe, waiting for what? Yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. The, the whole universe, everything's waiting for the manifestation of sons and daughters. So let's look at this. The manifestation, uh, this is the footnote now in the Passion Trend. The manifestation of sons and daughters. Increasingly, the Greek word used is the unveiling, which is basically the apocalypse. This, this uh, is the same word for the full title of the last book of the Bible, the revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Because what we're doing is unveiling the revelation of who Jesus is, and it's a now gospel. It's not a future, it's a now. And what, what is, what was, and is to come is the trumpets blowing now to the heart, to the soul, uh, to the mind of Christ, to the spirit of God that's living inside of you. And so the, uh, the created universe is, is but the backdrop for the, the dramatic appearing of God's sons and daughters unveiled with what? The glory of Jesus Christ. We're upon them. It's the unveiling of who we are, our identity in Christ Jesus is unveiled. The glory of Jesus Christ, we're upon them. The verb tense here of the Greek text is clear that this is unveiling is imminent, soon to happen, and destined to take place. That's now. That's a now. It's imminent as it's revealed to us. Christ's glory will come to me and us and you 
enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us as partakers of his of the glory. Although God will not share his glory with, with another, we are no longer another. We are one with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He we're in the family. We're sons and daughters. He's sharing his glory with us now. This is a now. This is a now. Christ's glory is now. This is moving into the green line and knowing, experiencing the I am. So uh, Carrie talked about this, and this is the scripture that we've uh, talked about uh, for, for the last two podcasts. And it's really important that we, we, we just grasp this here, is, is reaching that purpose here. And, and we went through this, but I, I just want to re reiterate this because we talked about uh, the dunamis power uh, before. We've talked about uh, the, the spirit of revelation and the wisdom, but I just want to read this again to us so we, so we grasp this. But I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to do what? To know, that's what we're talking about, to know him through my, our deepening relation, intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of my imagination. That's the, it's the unseen, the unseen flooding me, us with light, the light, that, that light uh, that, that God spoke, let there be light. And that was before there was sun and moon. And so the light, the, the, the the light that was all around the glory of God that was all around Moses as he came down from the mountain with uh, with the Ten Commandments. It was shining. And that's that same light uh, that, that flooded uh, uh, Saul that became Paul. And so that light, and, and so are we experiencing that light? So the light of God will illuminate the eyes of our imagination, flooding you with light until you experience. Here it is. We'll experience the full revelation of that hope of his calling, which is the purpose that we have in our life. That is, that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in each one of us, his holy ones. And I pray that you continually, hear it again, is experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith, through our belief. Then my life, your lives, will be that advertisement of this immense power the best power as it works through each one of us. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. So is this is the know and experience the I am. This is the green line is where we're at. So this is, I just, I just love this. We just speak this over each one of us. I am a living advertisement of God's immense glory of his presence, power, and goodness working through, through me. So this is, I am a living advertisement of God's immense glory of his, his glory, his presence, power, and goodness working where? Through me. I am a living advertisement of God's immense glory. God's immense glory of his power, his presence, power, and goodness working through me. Amen and amen. Wow, Glenn. You know, as as we uh, as we uh, work our way through these different teachings, you know, it's clear uh, over and over again that uh, to some degree, we have to make that shift in our own thinking and understanding because it's all there waiting for us. I always say... Um, you know, uh, salvation is a whosoever will kind of um, thing. God's made it available universally to everybody. The question is, will we uh, pick that up and and accept it? And it's like you're teaching about the green line, the red line living uh, that you you really you know explain is kind of like the world's way uh, is is so you know it's so dark and it's so uh, limiting. Whereas when you're on that green line that uh, God has provided then everything just kind of like moves on that order. And it's the more that, as you point out, the more that you uh, are consistently studying and applying the word, the, 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 more, the more you're expanding in kingdom living, for sure. Amen, amen. To know and experience his glory. 
Amen. <laughs> yeah, and, and to live to live and, and, and experience that power, the same yeah. resurrected power that raised Christ from the dead is just, oh, it's immense, immense. And, and experience, continually experience day to day, moment by moment, to see his miraculous power working through us. And, and again, our words are powerful. Our words are so powerful as we speak the word of God over, over ourselves and over people. There's no question. And uh, Glenn, in, in a moment, I'm going to ask if you'll pray over everyone that may be listening to this message. And that's an increasing number every week as we, uh, as we work our way through this. We were just uh, really encouraged just to see that uh, globally, the um, just the number of people who are taking advantage of the uh, Kingdom Living podcast and the REPL Minute and the different tools that are available at repleminute.com is growing. It's getting now well over 1.3 million reach every every quarter, and that is uh, you know that's actually almost a 30 percent growth over the past couple of weeks. And while you know, uh, God is really clear that that um, expanding the kingdom is his his domain. We're just workers in the field. But it's interesting to me, Glenn, to see that the number of people that this message is resonating with and carrying them further in their walk with God, because um, as you pointed out in the book that, that kind of kicked, kicked the whole kingdom living thing off, it's called Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And in here, very small, very bite-sized, easy to appropriate books, 40 bite-sized chapters that you really outline um, uh, what really where the original fraud came from and what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And so again, if you're new to this, I want to encourage you to make use of some of these resources. They're absolutely free even when you go there, you're not going to see like, oh, you need to partner with the ministry or we need a donation or something like that. Because Glenn, you said from the beginning, this is a for-profit ministry. This is a work unto the Lord. So if you go to the repleminute.com, you're going to find, not only are you going to be able to access Glenn's daily Monday through Friday teachings, the Repel Minute, which by itself is getting a big audience. It's a great uh, morning biblical motivational tool that just helps you get aligned with where God has you traveling on that day. Secondly, uh, the fraud series is there, so you can really get an understanding. You can order your copy of the book there if you like. Uh, and in addition to that, Glenn, all of the Kingdom Living podcasts are there. And I really always like to encourage people, particularly if this message has meaning for you, to do a couple of things. First of all, share it. Like and share it with your friends, because that's a great that's a great way to just share the good news with them. But secondly, if you're serious about the things of God, go back and look at some of these um, messages that are kind of foundational. I really like to direct people to the green line, red line episodes. There's two of those. It's actually the sixth and seventh episode, Glenn, that we ever did. And um, I just really think that they're so foundational. And then as you expand through that, you'll see all the different messages that have so much meaning, just like we talked about recently. Uh, we had uh, purpose, and then we had power, and those those the la the latest two uh, episodes right in front of this. Really, all these are kind of they make a they make like a, a trilogy where all this power and and information is coming together. Glenn, you know, scripture interprets scripture, mm -hmm. and 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 it's just so neat as the revelation comes. And Paul says. Uh, he didn't learn this from any man, but from the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, so that's the way we get the wisdom and the revelation is through the Holy Spirit revealing it to us. And when you start getting it, oh, wow, it's, it's, it is so exciting. And, and with that, uh, uh, boy, the book of Revelation has become alive to me, which is so difficult there for the longest time. But when I started grasping that we're in a now period of time, and, and the scriptures agree with that. Oh, it just, it just, it just helped so much. Uh, that good. green line just helped a whole lot. He's about redeeming us now. It's not a tomorrow gospel. It's a now. He is now. He is. He was. He is now. And 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 he is to come. The come. He is to come. That was for the old covenant. The old covenant was looking for the Messiah to come. Well, he's come. And, and he lives and he, he left and he lives now inside of us through the Holy Spirit. Well, that thinking just totally changes everything and moves us uh, into the love of the Father and how much he loves us. We grasp that. Oh, boy, the light bulbs start going off. And that light starts shining. 
Yeah, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Glenn, that's one of the reasons why as we uh, come to the uh, wrap-up for each edition of the Kingdom Living, you take the time to lead us through the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights because it's so important. It goes back to those IMs that you publish in the uh, back of the fraud fraud book. It's really important that we that we appropriate this for ourselves. So Glenn, I'll ask you to lead through that and then close us in prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Carrie. Is uh, yeah, it's so important that we declare our, our rights, our legal rights that we have, because we've turned them over to the enemy in that red line. So we have to know our identity again. So uh, this is the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. I am. There's an I am. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong. I belong to the family of God. I can enter, now look at it, enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated in God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrection. Here we go. We talk about it. The resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. That's that's the dunamis power. That's the energia that comes in the body of Christ with people coming together with their different gifts, uniting in the ecclesia as we are. And this is, this is a community of believers that we're teaching, that we're moving them on into their victory and and just the encouragement that comes in each teaching to get into the word of God, to look at the different translations, allow the Holy Spirit to just speak to you. So let's go before the Lord. Father, we we praise your holy name that, that you are the creator, you are the redeemer, and you've made us and restored us back into the image and likeness. When we look at your son, we're looking at the mirror of who we are. And Father, we just thank you. We just thank you. We praise you. And Father, we thank you for the healing. Because and through our salvation came healing physically, emotionally. And those scars are covered over with the blood of Jesus Christ. New body parts. Uh, just a whole transformation of our thinking and our mind. Because we, we now have your mind, the mind of Christ living in us that old wiring system of, 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 of negativity in the world's I am not, I'm not good enough and I lack. My father loves me and I know that he loves me and he died for me and he rose with me and, and he lives inside of me. And I'm just so thankful for the blood of Jesus. We just pray the blood of Jesus over the people listening and hearing today. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We praise you. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Glenn, for another powerful teaching on all of this. And again, like I was saying, if you're new to this, make sure you go back and you pick up Purpose and Power. Those are the most two recent uh, podcasts that lead up to this. And uh, uh, we sure do pray over you and believe good things ahead for you as you reach your purpose. And uh, Glenn, thank you again. And we look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reptle. See you soon.